Hello and welcome back to the Oklahoma Venture Forum podcast today. I'm joined by Aaron Webster from Cameron Ventures. We're going to talk about the venture capital panel that we have coming up in April for the Oklahoma Venture Forum lunch and regular meeting. First of all, good to see you today, Aaron. Yes, good to see you, Kyle. Thanks Thank for being on the show and talking a little bit about, about venture capital, venture capitalists, VCs, and what they do, what people can expect, uh, etc. So right off the bat, uh, tell us what Cameron Ventures is and what you guys do. Yeah, so Cameron Ventures is an early stage venture capital firm. Uh, we mainly we're, we're what's called a vertical firm, and we focus in on certain verticals. So we really like uh, anything around financial services. So you know, fintech, insure tech, a lot of enterprise technologies. We're really looking for founders at the earliest stages, uh, where where they typically have a product, generating some revenue, uh, starting to get some traction. And so you're post MVP. You're into actual yeah, an actual developed product. Yeah, typically sales. that's where we like to see our, our check our first check start to come right. in. Uh, typically the first like institutional round. Um, you know that's just a real good fit for us in the, in the market. But we're we're looking for those those founding teams that are creating some sort of new process uh, to change the way financial services. Is being delivered, um, you know, versus what it is today. Right, a little bit of differentiation, something new. Kind of oh, absolutely, cutting we're, edge. We're, yeah, we're looking for disruptors and we're looking for enablers. Right, right. Uh, you know, financial services, especially like insurance, has been around for a long period of time. Right. They're uh, stayed in their ways, and so we're, we we feel like that's a great place to have disruption. And it's a classic fit for venture capital uh, investment. Is there a size deal that you guys prefer? Yeah, our our uh, published uh, sizes are two hundred fifty thousand to two million. Okay. It depends on the stage. Uh, we start in the pre-seed to seed area, and that's going to be our smaller check. You know, the bigger checks typically are later, but later stage. You have to show that additional traction. Um, you know, and we like to see a lot of that user user growth coming along uh, with the uh, with those additional check sizes. So you'll do early and you'll come in second, yeah, third so, round to so B's. Yeah, and sometimes we'll, we have done some B's yeah. and C's. Uh, it's not typical for us. Uh, we typically like to do the seed and Series A. That's where the economics are the best. That's where you get to. Um, I like best because I get to work with the founders right. uh, and, and get closer to them and, and help them, you know, kind of refine their initial products. So. For uh, for Cameron specifically, how many people do you guys have employed there? How long you've been around, etc. Yeah, so we uh, we have about four people on our team. We started in 2018. We have two people that are totally dedicated, and, and a couple people that are part time. So um, we run a very very lean staff. Uh, we're probably going to be adding some people shortly, but you know we're uh, we are we have people here in Oklahoma City area. We have a guy out in San Francisco, uh, and then we're expanding out to the East Coast as well. How many deals do you typically see in a year? Yeah, oh, so <laughs> actual deals coming in, uh, we typically see about a thousand a year. is is typically what we want to try to get through to to hit our number. Uh, our investment target is typically four to six okay. a year. So I mean, we're going through a lot of deals. That's and a say huge no. funnel, right? <laughs> yeah, we're so going from a thousand to six. Briefly, talk us through how that process happened because that has to happen in multiple ways, right? Yeah, so we have we have a deal database. We have uh, a, a place to collect deals uh, on our website, but really, it it comes down to uh, thematic work that we've done. So we have the themes that we want to invest in essentially up front, unless we come across a theme that just we didn't think of and we're just wowed by right. what someone has come up with. So we have some areas of focus, and typically, what it is, a lot of the rejections that we have are the fact that they're just not a fit for. 
um, what we're interested in. Uh, and we say that in our in our rejection uh, e- message sure. to them. It's like, hey, we're, we're vertically focused. If you're focused in this, this consumer company, that's just not a fit for right. us. It's you're better off uh, looking for someone that really find uh, knows the problem that you're trying to solve and is a really good fit for you. So it's it's better for everybody. Because that's how people think about venture capital, and they, they obviously they focus on the capital, they focus on the infusion of cash, but really you're building relationships, right? You're bringing a lot of 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 aspects to the the business relationship, not just money. Oh, absolutely. So we we view it as we're becoming a partner with right. that that founding team, and we start at those earliest stages. So we expect to be around with them for five to seven years. If we're really lucky, we get out, you know, in three. Uh, but that's I would say that's kind of the edge case, and not not normally what happens uh, with a business because uh, it does take a long time whenever you're trying to solve hard problems right. uh, in the software space. So yeah, I, I would say that's how we approach. So you, if you see a thousand deals a year, how many you, how many you have in the pipeline right now that you feel decent about? You think might might uh, move on to something. <laughs> so as far as uh, we have a couple different statuses, we have like uh, actively tracking and passively tracking. Uh, I would say just kind of off the top of my head, we probably have about three hundred that we're passively tracking, and about thirty that we're actively okay. tracking. And we've got about five sitting right there on the edge. Thirty so. actively, and eventually three or four <laughs> might make. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so the math is 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 uh, is always, and that's the name of the game, right? Is you have to look as much as possible, and then really find. Not just a fit, but a, a fit like a glove, like exact perfect fit, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the founders talk about having to uh, take a hundred meetings to get Man. their first investors, and especially if they're first-time founder, that's exactly what they have to do. If they've you know been a successful founder before, that that process is a whole lot yeah, quicker. They helps. typically go back to the the same capital providers or the same network that they um, that they were successful with before. Um, but you know, it, I th- I would say if I had some advice to founders, that that's the biggest advice is to find that fit, find the the, the person or the capital provider that knows and understands the problem that you're trying to solve and they can help you along the way. So we have we have the ability actually uh, since we're a um, we have a little bit of a strategic angle with some of the things that we do we have the ability to work with several industry executives and bring that knowledge base um, to uh, the the founders and then also potentially be a first customer right. uh, for those companies. Okay. And th- those are the kind of opportunities that excite us. Which makes a lot of sense, right? When you can invest in something that that you're actually using and yes. and participating in actively. Yes, we're actually doing with that with several of our portfolio companies right that's, now. That's that's so. a best case scenario. I yeah. think I think for both. Both parties, I think, for for the investor and for the for the business. Yeah, for the founders, if you can get uh, early logos and yeah. big logos, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's that. That really helps on the uh, fundraising trails. So. so you see a thousand offers a year. What's the most common mistake that will get you kicked out off the pile real quickly? And what's the most? What's that 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 thing that really makes you want to to know more? Um, I would say just knowing what the investor invests in. Um, the fact that we have it explicitly stated on our website what we invest in, and we get all these random, um, you know, deal proposals and in, in, in pitch decks that come in, they're just not a fit for us. I mean, we're really not going to spend any time with it. We're not going to look at them. You know, people don't understand how uh, the time uh, is consumed with somebody that is in a dis- investment making role. Uh, I mean, you you have to uh, go through tons and tons of deals, and you just don't have that much time in the day, especially when you're trying to handle uh, fundraising and operations. And, and that sort of thing, and so you really, you really have to target your pitch to the correct investor set. And even if if you're going to a generalist fund, 
uh, you need to find that specific partner that focuses in your area because a lot of them will, will focus in different spaces. Right. So how are your funds built? Is it is it your money? Is Are you limited partner? What's how, what's the makeup? So we are very different than most groups okay. out there. We you, it, to, to put it simply, you could think of us as a single LP fund or a single limited partner okay. fund. So our money all comes from one location. Okay, we, we are um, basically backed by the Cameron family. The Cameron family owns several financial services companies. Uh, and uh, we, you can think of us in three different ways. So you can think of us as a strategic. A lot of po- people like to put us in the CVC bucket or the corporate venture capital bucket. We do some of that because we have some strategic work. But then you can also think of us a little bit as a family office because it is a single right. LP kind of sourcing there. And we have single, we have, we have specific concentrated interests on what we want right. to uh, find. And then you can also, I like to think of us mostly as just a normal seed fund that's, that's just happens to be vertically focused in a specific space. So we, we, operate we're set up and we operate separate from our operating companies uh, but we do work with them uh, in some ways but we don't we don't report to them uh, and we're able to um, we are able to make investment decisions apart from them and, and actually a lot of times what we'll do is make investment decisions in front of them because uh, traditional businesses typically aren't ready to make the right. uh, the move on some of these uh, disruptive ideas that are happening in the in the startup space today but so. that's where that's where the unicorns come from right <laughs> you hope you hope <laughs> occasionally right yeah. let's talk about you a little bit okay uh, so you have your your BBA and MBA from OU correct yep, I do yeah. uh, for those of you who don't, people out there don't know what's a BBA it's a bachelor's of business administration. Yeah. And then, of course, that leads right into the MBA. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you go out and work for a couple of years and then go back uh, to B school. So there you yeah. go. So how early in life did you think that maybe this was the track that you wanted to, to go down at, as a career? I had a kind of a little bit of a winding path. Um, so I actually got my first exposure to startup life and kind of being a co-founder whenever I was an undergrad, actually. So I was I was uh, actually trying to help one of my, my college friends uh, build a company um, that back during the dot com or what I refer to as the dot bomb days. All right, because uh, we were on <laughs> the, the dot com t- <laughs> before the dot bomb. <laughs> we, right? we were on the tail end of it, and so um, I got exposure to that. I really liked the strategic nature of you know what what you do as a founding team and how you're looking at markets and develop thing. So I did that. And then I got, uh, I, you know, I say I have a winding path. I got into development for a while. So I was a software developer for a while. So I was actually helping uh, build InsureTech uh, products okay. before InsureTech was actually a thing. Uh, so I spent several years uh, doing that as a, as a coder. Uh, and then I got into the investments um, realm. And so I was in the bond markets for several years. And this opportunity just opened up a few years ago to actually open up this new um, area of our venture capital operations. And so I, I jumped in with both feet and here we are. So it's a, a different combination of different kind of technical yeah. aspects and skills that kind of combine together with a little bit of experience and here you are. Yeah, it's it's actually a blend of all my background. So, And how about the backgrounds of, of the other folks in, in the firm? Yeah, so uh, we have a associate out in San Francisco. His name is Robert Wesley. Um, he came from FT Partners, which for those who know the fintech space, know FT Partners very well. There's a, a boutique uh, uh, investment bank out there. And so uh, he had been uh, working on some of la- the later stage uh, insurtech deals, doing some market mapping and some different things out there. So a uh, very good asset to the team. And he's actually our, uh, leading our sourcing out on the West Coast and h- hunting down names for us out there. How many, uh, over the past five years, how many companies have you invested in that were Oklahoma-based and how many were outside of Oklahoma? 
we have none that are Oklahoma based. That's that's so, yeah. We need to do better with yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I kind of feel bad about that. <laughs> we uh, we try to help out the community. We need to find I, you. So we need to find you a better a better option. <laughs> we uh, we try to support as many programs we, as we sure. can here. Yeah, uh, Cameron's a great is a great partner of Oklahoma <laughs> yeah. Venture Forum. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, we're a supporter of the G Beta program locally oh, here. Right. Um, you know, we try to do as much as we can with Oklahoma Venture Forum, which is why I'm here. So, right. um, but as far as investment, since we're since we're vertically focused, thematic focused, we're focused in on the team and the idea. Right. Right. That's really what we focus in on. If they happen to be here, that's great. You know, uh, we've invested in Texas is probably the closest okay. uh, that we've invested here. We've invested a couple times in Canada, a couple times in Boston. So it's it's really not geo you know centric at all. Right. It's really around the theme, really about the team, and we got to really get excited about the problem that they're solving. So since. You don't have to give me specifics because you're not invested in, in in Oklahoma companies, but you are participating a lot in the entrepreneurial space, in the business development space, um, obviously just the, the economic ecosphere of Oklahoma. Yep. What, what do you think is going well right now? What do you think we need to continue to work on and improve? Uh, I think we have a lot of different things happening. Uh, what we see going on in Tulsa, what we see going on in Oklahoma City, I think each each group is kind of doing their own thing in, in, in building good programs. So that's what I think is going well, is the fact that you see all this activity happening um, here, which, it, you know, it's been dormant for quite a while. Um, you know, and a lot of activity that's not oil and gas. Right. And it's yeah. still That's still there, but we're doing, right. we're, we are finally kind of, Breaking well, out of those molds. Well, right? I, I think I think a beautiful thing that we could do here uh, is crossing over the in, um, the ag and energy yeah. and venture. Right. Uh, some of the groups are already doing that, and I, I think you take your your edge or your domain expertise, and then you you know put capital towards that. That's where you win. So I, I think we can do both uh, right. at the same time and, and and build a good you know basis for um, you know letting the letting the people in, in the market know and understand what. It needs to be done to make this thing successful here. Right, understanding uh, information, connection, opportunity—it all goes together, right? To oh, create yeah. something that has potential to to stand yeah. itself up. Yep. <laughs> like any business scenario, yeah. right? I mean, I mean, historically, we've known how to do you know oil deals, and we've known how to do real estate right. deals. Um, Venture is a little bit different uh, kind of animal. So, and you have to understand how it's really done. And of the of the three venture capitals we had on the first panel a couple mm-hmm. of months ago, and then we have three that we're focused on this month with yourself, Justin, and uh, Wilson from I two E, and Kevin Moore. Yep. All very different formats of how they yes. how they they bring money in, how they disperse it out, how they invest, etc. Right. So even the idea of working with venture capital, there's so much variety in ways it can be done and could That's be. That's where done. investor fit matters. Right. right. And combinations and, and partnerships. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about community. I know you're involved in United Way and Allied Arts. Uh, talk about being involved in reinvesting in your community, whether it's time, money, or other things, and how that affects good quality of life, which affects business, which is kind of a cycle of, of, of success and benefit. Um, I just think it's just, you know, kind of a part of who I am. I try to get out and do as many philanthropic things as I could over, over my career. Um, I, I just think that, you know, whenever you get out there and you do those things, you meet new and different people, you make different connections. Um, and, you know, and it's all about, um, it's all about building the community here. I, I tell you, I spend a lot of time on planes, going other places, uh, seeing other communities. And I, I, I will admit that whenever I got out of school, I wanted to go to another market, you know, like one of the coasts 
and look at that. Now, since I've spent a lot of time on those different coastal markets, I look and, and I see what we have here and I appreciate what we have here. I, I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, well, we have that. Right. We have that. Right. Oh, by the way, it doesn't cost that much. Oh, so. And we don't have that traffic. We don't have that. We, <laughs> yes, we don't have traffic, that weather. Right? Traffic, traffic is big. <laughs> it's always traffic. I was the same way uh, in a previous career. I traveled a lot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, people always like, why do you stay there? I'm like, well, traveling makes it easy to kind of see everything. But yeah. we need that. more direct flights out of here. That's the only issue. So, we had them so before if, if COVID. Oklahoma City's listening. Man, uh, we, we had them before COVID. Flights. They're st- they're slowly coming back. But yes, yeah. I think my United right. flight to San Francisco got uh, terminated. So oh. I'm I'm very disappointed in that. Yeah, my my direct flight to DC. Uh, we had three a day. Now we're down to one a day, and it's a red eye. So it's like, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your piece of advice? We we in every podcast with with asking this question what advice would you have for oklahoma based entrepreneurs whether they have an idea they're in the startup phase or an mvp page phase or they're they're looking for vc or other partnerships what what advice would you give them on how to be successful uh starting running and managing a business in oklahoma oh man um have a good product have a good idea have a good team um, have the technical ability, at least in the software space, to um, execute on that. Have good vision. Um, you know, network, network, network. Uh, you you will if you have good uh, a good founder ecosystem or a good founder network that you can build off of. They can save you a lot of time, save you a lot of heartache, give you a lot of good ideas, put a, a, a lot of good tools in front of you um, to make you uh, not you know not not have so many missteps along the way we you know we try to participate in some of the mentoring programs uh to help out with uh you know founders and and, and maybe help them with potential fundraising mistakes or say you know here, here's some options that you can look at uh, from a fundraising perspective so re- really that's it is um you know good network around you good mentors that kind of thing very nice and one way to network Welcome to Venture Forum. <laughs> as, a, as a great segue to our conclusion here. So thank you very much, Aaron, for being here. Aaron Webster, Managing Partner, Managing Director, uh, Cameron Ventures. One-third of our, our VC panel, our second VC panel for the year, coming up here in April. And then in, in May, we'll have the awards, yep. the, the annual awards. We'll see who our Venture of the Year is uh, and economic impact and uh, new business of the year. So it should be interesting. Thanks for uh, having a conversation with me today, and thanks for being participating yeah, on the panel for, for Oklahoma. It was Bitcoin. awesome. Thanks. All right.